Hey, thanks for popping in to the Your Native Language is Your Superpower podcast with me, Judith Krieger. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you're constantly being asked about your background? How do you move away from the subject of you and your heritage and introduce other interesting topics of conversation? Today I'm going to share some actual sentences that you can use so that you can guide your conversations with style. Last week I had the pleasure of speaking at two groups run by the Mosaic Multicultural Connections in Newcastle here in Australia. And what a pleasure it was. I do so enjoy meeting wonderful women immigrants from all over the world. Having small groups of them all together with the opportunity to uplift, encourage and hopefully inspire them is such a delight. One of the things I've discovered that I love is when I receive a question or somebody shares an experience or attitude or reaction that I haven't heard before. In the moment, I might not know how to answer. I may not have an immediate idea that proves helpful and uplifting, but in the minutes that follow, a thought will come to me, and as I allow it to develop, it can become a really cool conversation that leads to a solution that makes everybody smile. You can tell when you've hit on something valuable because everybody's energy lifts. And there's suddenly a general consensus that, yes, that feels great. I'm going to use that. That's given me a real path that I can follow. Events and conversations like this give me a deeper understanding of the varying immigrant experiences and reactions. And there are a lot. Not everybody's experience is the same. And not everybody reacts in the same way to the same experiences. And being a part of all of that and hearing those stories and emotions allows me to create deeper, more meaningful, rounded, valuable experiences in my talks and workshops and books. Yes, I have my next book in the works. Last week, one topic that arose was how to respond when you're constantly asked about your background. Maybe you feel completely fine about being asked about your background and you feel proud to talk about where you're from and about your heritage. But after a while, you kind of want to move the conversation on, right? A lovely Russian lady in the groups last week told a story about having been at an occasion where seven separate people asked her about her background. And after a while, it just becomes a bit much. It comes a bit boring or maybe it feels too personal. Then one question can lead to another and then another. And after a while, it can kind of feel like more of an interrogation rather than a conversation. And surprise, surprise, you actually enjoy other topics of conversation too, right? Even if you're not that confident in English yet. So... Here's my idea to help you regain control if you want to and create a two-way conversation. What I invite you to do is to pre-pave the conversations before you even leave home. So the trick is to decide in advance 
how you will respond to questions about your heritage. Design a sentence that you practice in your mind so that when the occasion arises, you'll know exactly what to say and you'll be ready to go. There are three aspects that you'll likely want to include to answer questions such as Where are you from? What's your background? How long have you been here? Etc. Okay, so the three aspects are being polite and good company. Most people want to be polite. Sharing only as much as you're comfortable with. And guiding the conversation towards other subjects and transforming it into a two-way conversation rather than remain the object of endless personal questions. Here's an example that everybody in the group really liked last week and decided that they would use when they're asked where they're from. Take this idea and then tweak it until it feels comfortable for you and just practice it in your mind. Let's imagine for the example of this Russian lady how she might respond to a question What's your background? Here we go. Oh, it's nice of you to ask about my heritage. I'm Russian. I came to Australia 10 years ago. I've seen some great places here and I'd love to see more. Do you have a favourite town that you like to visit and would recommend? See what we're doing here? We're acting warm and appreciative. We're giving just enough personal information to satisfy the questioner and not overstep our personal comfort zone. We're purposefully guiding the conversation onto topics that both parties can participate in. If you choose a topic that you're truly interested in, you may just leave with some good tips. And who knows, maybe even the beginnings of a genuine friendship, if you like making friends. At the very least, you've been a confident conversationalist. Yay you! So let's take those same sentences and just tweak them a little bit. We're just going to play with them and then you can feel which wording, which style of question might feel inspiring to you. Let's say you're from the Philippines and you're living in Australia. You might respond something like this. Thanks for being interested in my background. I'm from the Philippines and I've been in Australia for three years. I really like the casual, relaxed atmosphere in Australia. What's one of your favourite aspects of being Australian? That'll get the questioner thinking. It's allowing the questioner, the person you're in a conversation with, to consider how they feel and what they like to contribute to the subject that revolves around nationalities and places and travel, you can open up all these sorts of subjects and take the attention away from you personally and become more general. So yeah, I'd suggest that you start off with some sort of appreciation for them being interested. Oh, thanks for asking. That's really nice of you to want to know about my background. Oh, it's nice of you to ask about my heritage. And then keep your response short, 
Most people are asking just out of genuine interest. They meet you, you're somebody new, they hear that you have an accent, they feel that you might like to be recognized and might enjoy talking about that part of your life and that part of yourself. And it just to the question of feels like a nice opening to further conversation. Generally, they will have no idea that it bothers you and it doesn't occur to them that you may have been asked this question a zillion times every year <laughs> that you've been in your adopted country. For them, it's just a fascination with people and places and the world and it opens topics. So just even if you don't want to really go there, for whatever reason, whether you're just bored with it or whether you find it too personal or you just rather avoid the topic altogether, if you can just satisfy their initial question with a polite response and a very short summary and then move the topic on in a related and an appropriate fashion, then I think you've covered all your bases. So a nice little thank you or how nice of you to ask. I'm from this country. I've been here for this many years. This is something that I enjoy about being here. This is something that I like about being here. You might want to mention that you love visiting all the local cafes. You might ask them if they know of any local cafes. Do they have a favorite coffee spot that they could recommend? You can keep it really local and simple. You can ask them if they've been to your country. Ask them if they speak any other languages. Ask them where they've visited in the world. What's one of their favorite holiday spots? You can take, take the beginning of that conversation from the questions, still keep the conversation relevant, but open it up and you may even learn something really cool. Sometimes people might ask you about your accent. They might take the tack of, oh, I hear a lovely little accent. May I ask where your accent's from? However they pose that question. You could make the answer to that kind of fun. You might want to say something like, yes, lots of people are curious about my accent. It's so fun. I speak Russian or French or Cantonese or whatever your language is. I speak this language. Do you speak another language? And very often you'll get people responding that they don't, but they wish that they did. When I was running my French sessions for toddlers and preschoolers, and so many of the parents would say they thought it was magnificent that their young children were being exposed to languages, and they would either tell me, oh, I did a little bit of German at school, it was so fun, I wish I had have continued, or I, I wish I spoke another language. I heard these responses all the time. So not only is it a little bit cheeky in the sense that you're letting them know I might have an accent and perhaps my English isn't perfect yet, but hey, I speak more than one language. Do you speak another language? So it kind of puts you in a good light at the same time as genuinely just showing interest and expanding on that topic. So how does that feel? Does it feel nice to think of these sort of responses? Just spend a little bit of time before you walk out your front door. Think about, okay, if I meet anybody today who's going to ask me about my accent or where I'm from, 
you just come up with a nice short response that feels warm, that feels welcoming, that opens conversation so everybody leaves feeling happy and satisfied and possibly even uplifted. You might spark a really cool conversation that you both leave feeling very pleased with. You could just quite simply, if somebody asks you how long have you been in your adopted country, whether that be Australia or America, England, Ireland, New Zealand, wherever you happen to be. I'm taking it from the point of view of people who have moved to English-speaking countries, but this may be anywhere. If they ask you how long you've been in your adopted country, you could easily answer them quickly and then just turn that around and say, what about you? Were you born in Australia? Were you born in Ireland? Have you been here forever? Have you ever lived in another country? It's very easy, isn't it? It kind of feels just smooth. It's very stylish. You can do this with style. You can do it with grace. You can do it with fun. Just come up with something that feels comfortable to you, that respects your boundaries for how personal you want to get, and just creates a nice little chat. You can take back control so you're not feeling as though you're the one who's always being interrogated, even if it's meant in a kind way. It may still give you that impression. It may still feel like people are always asking questions of you about those subjects of your background. So you can take back control just by practicing. Just practice a few sentences in your mind so that when it comes up, you're good to go. You know what to say. You know how to turn it. Whatever interests you about your adopted country, you could ask this new person if they have anywhere they could recommend. It may be cafes. It may be restaurants. It may be camping ground. You may be interested in family holiday spots. You may love watching Aussie movies. You can ask if they've seen any recently that they would recommend. Beaches, towns, just whatever you like, what you have seen a little bit of or you'd like to see more of, or even if you've seen a lot of it but you like that, you can always just ask them, hey, this is what I, this is something I like about living here. Do you have any places you could recommend? What do you like about living here? How has it compared to living somewhere else if they've lived somewhere else? Then you can have this really cool cultural conversation about differences and similarities and what you've learned and what you find challenging and what you love. So I hope this idea and these few sentences have inspired some thoughts in your own mind, have inspired a little bit of confidence that you can now go out and have some comfortable, stylish control of where a conversation goes, and relax and enjoy yourself. If you haven't picked up my book yet, Your Native Language is Your Superpower, Reinventing Yourself with Joy in a New Country, there are some powerful, uplifting exercises you can do to really bring out that sense of joy and style and confidence to help you evolve on purpose into the fascinating woman that you're becoming. You can check out my book on lots of online book sites, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Booktopia. It's available in paperback and as an ebook. Maybe you'd love it. Thanks for popping into this episode today, and I'll see you in the next episode. Have a gorgeous week.
Ciao!